Welcome to More Impact. For the next 20 minutes or so, I hope to inspire you to step up and make more impact in every part of your life. I'm Deborah Ogden, and for over 15 years, I've been working with clients to step up and stand out with a powerful personal brand. Through this podcast, I want to bring you ideas and inspiration to allow you to do the same. Hello, how are you? I hope you've had a super week. I am recording this on Sunday the 17th of December. So we are one week away from Christmas Eve, nearly the big day. And all of a sudden, I don't know, time seems to speed up. It seems to be concertinaed very quickly into a very short space of time between now and Christmas. And I do find time at this time of year really fascinating because we all seem to try and push everything and get everything done, don't we, before we either finish for Christmas or before the 31st of December, when actually time just continues and I visually see it as the end of the year and then a new start and I was looking I put something in for the 19th of January and I thought yes but it's not till next year and then I thought hmm actually that's that's less than a month off and our mind play well certainly my mind plays tricks on me when it comes to time at this time of year I thought I was all organized I'd done all my Christmas shopping in November except for a few bits, that infamous phrase for our son Oscar. And all of a sudden we're on the 17th of December and I still haven't got those few bits. So I need to pull my finger out. Part of that is because I had an unexpected week away on Anglesey last week, which is why there was no podcast. Unfortunately, my dad, I think if you listen regularly, you'll know that dad isn't well. And he was taken into hospital last week. So it was a really tough week, honestly. And I needed to be there for him, but also for my mum. So I'm sorry there wasn't a podcast last week, but I know most of you or all of you, I'm sure, will understand. So this week's podcast is a little different, actually. I have said before on here that I go through the week looking for inspiration for the podcast and I make notes and this week I've been reading well I have a book I always have a book by my bed that isn't my novel that I read but it's the sort of book that I can just pick up and put down again that's inspiring that sometimes I don't know about you but I'm so tired when I go to bed if I'm reading a novel I read a page and then I have to read the same page the next night because I'm so tired I can't remember what it said. So I often have a book, maybe a personal development book that I can just dip into that I find inspiring and the book that I've got there at the moment I think I have mentioned on here before is called 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think by Brianna Wiest and last a couple of days ago I was reading her essay as she calls it but it's actually a list of 100 thing sorry 101 things more worth thinking about than whatever's consuming you at the moment so um a number 9 on this list stop me in my tracks 
and I've not been able to stop thinking about it. So I decided to share it with you. And whereas often on here I'm looking at topics around personal branding and impact, I do believe this is around impact and how we show up, but it's a little bit left of field. And I'm usually wanting to share a tool or a technique or a tip, but this is more of a reflection and maybe a challenge to the way you think. So I hope it inspires you and I hope it resonates with you. And the quote is, and remember this is about things that you can think about, it is the fact that you do not need to be exceptionally beautiful or talented or successful to experience the things that make life profound. Love, knowledge, connection and community. Wow, it really made me think because I do believe we live in a society that pushes us to be the most beautiful, the most talented, the most successful. You only have to look on Instagram, don't you, for the latest beauty products that are anti-aging, make your hair glossy, whatever it may be. We are encouraged to continually strive, to set goals, to make six figures, whatever it may be, seven figures, whatever it is. It's this constant chasing. Whereas actually, often the things that are most profound are with us in this very moment. We already have them. We just don't take that time to stop and appreciate them. And it's interesting because I think the real reason this caught my eye was one of the explanations I give for me falling in love with personal branding is that at a very early age, I realised that I wasn't the prettiest I wasn't the most talented, I wasn't the most, I wasn't the cleverest, but I did realise that I had a choice in how I showed up and I could put that little bit more effort in, I could listen, I could be that bit more positive and all these things that were in my control, I could contribute to and in turn those made an impact. So I think even though it's a little bit of a different message, it resonated with me. And I just want to share some thoughts on this. And of course, as always, I'd love to know your thoughts on this. And I'm just going to read it to you again. The fact that you do not need to be exceptionally beautiful or talented or successful to experience the things that make life profound. Love, knowledge, connection and community. And some of the things I'm going to say on here I'm perhaps going to challenge myself as I'm saying them because, you know, this isn't scripted. But I know a lot of you say it's as if I'm sat having a conversation with you in the car or while you're doing the ironing. And this really had to challenge the way I think because I've been very much brought up that being the best is important and winning and striving and going all out and being competitive is incredibly important. So it's really made me think about 
the way I approach things and I've no doubt that this underlies some of my perfectionism and why I drive myself so hard sometimes to my detriment and this brought up another of uh, Brianna's little comments which she said what other options exist outside of your default way of thinking what would be true if the things that you assumed were not and again that made me think well maybe I should challenge this way of it's always about winning because actually I'm missing a trick because I'm so busy chasing and I'm so busy trying to be that actually I'm missing out on these profound attributes um, what would you call them these profound gifts and so yeah a bit deep this week hey but I've just not been able to stop thinking about it and I think I'm quite good at being mindful and in the moment I'll often say to my husband if we go for a walk you know we're up in the hills maybe with some sun on our face And I'll often say to him, I wouldn't be anywhere else in this moment now. If you could put me on a plane, if you could give me a bigger house or all the money in the world, I wouldn't take it in this moment. So I suppose that is closer to what we are talking about here. But I think sometimes, especially at this time of year, we perhaps need a little bit of a reminder. It's just being rather than chasing something and it's little things I remember working with a client a few years ago a solicitor who was a runner and he was always driving and striving and looking to be the best and I said to him your homework this week is to go for a run without your Strava app on without your watch measuring your performance and he said oh no I can't do that and he said it would just it's just something I've never done I always go out and I always measure it and I said but what about just running in the moment running to feel the rain on your face or running to enjoy nature or just running to get out in the fresh air and forget about things And it's interesting, isn't it, how, yes, things like Apple Watches uh, are incredibly, and Fitbits are incredibly clever and useful in monitoring and encouraging us and keeping us accountable, but they do stop us really enjoying the moment. And sometimes I think they can go as far as being detrimental. So last week I wear an Apple Watch and I love looking at my stats and I don't know if anybody else has one but I try and get my 10,000 steps in in a day and I try and hit my 30 minutes exercise a day and last week when I was in the hospital I didn't get to walk very far the only walking was round the car park and down hospital corridors and I did an awful lot of sitting And by the end of the week, last weekend, my watch was telling me that my stats weren't as good as they should be. 
And actually, there'd been a shift in the trends, which sent me into absolute horror. And I thought, well, I'm really what I'm really glad is that it hasn't been measuring my diet because honestly, I probably hadn't looked after myself as well as I could have done. By the end of the day, mum and I might go for something to eat on the way home from the hospital and have a glass of wine or come home and have a glass of wine and maybe eat things that I wouldn't normally eat because we were eating in the hospital canteen etc and I just thought my goodness me I think my Apple watch would have an absolute field day if it could eat you can man um, it could actually measure what I've been eating as well so it made me think about how we are constantly pushing ourselves but sometimes perhaps it's good to just take a step back and just be in the moment and accept the situation as it is and focus on what we have got, what we already have and what we can create ourselves. You know, we look at that list of profound things that make life profound love, knowledge, connection and community and whatever our situation there are very few of us that are not surrounded by love. Um, Most of us have family or friends and whatever situation you are in and I'm always conscious at this time of year and I think about what we're going through at the moment. Many people feel great loss at this time of year and I don't know if you've come across Donna Ashworth on Instagram she's an incredible wordsmith and poet in fact I've sent her book on grief to a couple of friends and she talks about even in grief aren't we blessed to have had a love so strong that the loss is so great so I think just taking a moment to appreciate the love and so often what we take for granted are some of the greatest things that we have around us you know knowledge and of course it doesn't have to be academic knowledge we all have strengths we all have talents it was interesting last week in the hospital watching the team around dad and he was on two very different wards actually the first ward he was admitted onto was um, an admissions ward so you can imagine we were taken in by the paramedics and it was chaotic and there were so many different people in there all ages all different ailments and it really was like Piccadilly Circus I've never seen so much so many people running around and the thing that we noticed most was we would have a conversation with one of the sisters and as she was even as she was talking to us somebody else would be calling upon her to ask her opinion and then as she was walking away somebody would ask her something else and my mum said it's no wonder that things go wrong sometimes and that people are struggling because they are being pulled from pillar to post and I think the thing that really stuck with me was actually how and I have a bit of a and this isn't political 
because I'm not a political person. But I do think we've lost something in nursing because so many of them were a little bit, as well as being efficient, a little bit officious and were a little bit short and sharp with dad who struggles with his hearing. And it made me think how we have made nurses so well qualified now that actually there are some very caring, brilliant people who would be so good as vocation, you know, it would be a real vocation for them nursing, but academically they can't achieve the grades that they need to move forward in nursing. And it just made me question when I was looking at this, the different kinds of knowledge that are out there. And of course, we can all keep learning, can't we? We can learn in different ways. We can learn about different people. We can learn about different situations. We can be curious as to why somebody responds to us in a certain way. So for me, for me, knowledge is such a wide area that we can get so much fulfillment from and just kindness as well. Um, I think I might have mentioned her on here before, but my dad, he's now been moved on to the cancer ward and is being looked after by some wonderful, wonderful nurses. And he has a regular nurse called Melanie. And she rang a couple of weeks ago and before he was taken into hospital and said, Mr Simpson, I've been thinking about what I can try and do to make things better for you. And I just thought, isn't that incredible to be able to be so open and have that connection with people, to build those relationships and treat people as human beings rather than just another patient. And in fact, one of the paramedics and when dad went into the hospital, into the ambulance, he was incredibly confused because he'd been on morphine and had reacted very badly to it so he really was away with the fairies and rambling and talking about different things but even in that state they talked to dad and wanted to know about him and asked him and asked us about him as he was a person rather than another person in their ambulance and that connection that they made was incredibly impactful to us, to both of us. And it was funny, even as I went to get out of the ambulance when Dad was settled, the guy shouted to me and said, Deborah, do you know where you're going at the hospital? I'll tell you the best car park. It's so much easier for you. And if you go in this entrance, and I just thought, here they are trying to get Dad stable and get him in. And he was thinking about me and my, the impact on me also. So that's within all our power, isn't it? That connection, that kindness. Maybe just smiling and saying hello to somebody on the street. Maybe just taking the time to listen to a neighbour. Maybe listening to a colleague. Maybe just making somebody a cup of tea, whatever it is. That connection Yesterday I went for a walk in our village because it has been, I won't pretend, it has been a tough couple of weeks 
And we have a fabulous coffee shop in our village, Wired, which I know I've spoken to you about before. And I went for a walk in the sunshine. And when I got in there, there were two women in there that I know from going in there. I don't know them well. There was nowhere to sit. So I said, do you mind if I sit with you? And we sat and we chatted about life in the village and different things that were going on. And that made me think of this quote about connection and community and having something shared. We were even talking about the wonderful coffee and the wonderful dress shop across the road that my friend runs. And it was a real sense of community. And I came away thinking that all was okay in the world. So, yeah. I just felt that the quote was incredibly powerful and got me reflecting and I hope it has you reflecting too. And I just wanted to share one final experience with you that has happened to me this week about that connection and that importance of connection. And I've talked on here before about the importance of we talk about trust and respect and how important it is to have that connection before you come in with your credibility. And I've touched on this subject before, but this week was my son's graduation, his GCSE presentation evening at high school. And the high school that he went to wasn't our first choice. We live very close to one, which he ended up going to, but we actually wanted him to go to one that's a couple of miles down the road. And the reason for that was when we went to the open days, I just felt the other one was more nurturing and seemed to care more about the individual, had a more holistic approach. And the one that Oscar ended up going to was better on paper, but it was this nurturing that had caught both mine and my husband's attention and it was really interesting because he didn't get in and I've explained that story on other podcasts so I won't go into that now but as I sat there at the graduation on Thursday evening well first of all I walked in and I was greeted by the head of year by name and he said oh Deborah I'm afraid it might not be as slick as we'd hoped we've had Ofsted in for the last couple of days and it's just been such a shock, but it's also been a bit chaotic. And therefore, we Ofsted said to us, well, why don't you postpone the graduation? And he said, no, it's too important for the students that are coming through. And also in the last couple of months, they've had a change of head very suddenly due to personal circumstances. So the deputy is acting head. So they've had so much change. But as I sat there and they started to speak, they shared both of them, the acting head and the head of year, to the pupils. They shared how much they'd missed them and they told them what a special group they'd been and that they'd got the best results in a generation, but how much they missed their presence in school and that they were welcome back both at any time. And they both cried and broke down as they spoke in their pride at their students' achievements. And I just thought about Brené Brown when she talks about vulnerable leadership. And it wasn't perfect in any way. 
and it could have been far, far slicker. But my goodness me, it made an impact on me because I thought, actually, he was in the right place all the time. And we knew that by the end of it. But maybe these qualities were there all the time. It was just that they perhaps hadn't articulated it when it came to the very slick open days. And it made me think that that is a bit like our personal brands, that you may be absolutely brilliant, but unless you can find out what it is that your audience really want from you and articulate that message and share that message, then you're not going to get the results that you want to get. So this week, if you feel you are chasing in the madness of Christmas, if you are striving, if you are worried about the gifts that you've brought, bought or not bought, um, that word hustling, gosh, that actually makes my stomach go a little bit funny. Um, I think it'd be good to slow down and reflect on what matters and what is available to all of us. It's not about perfect sometimes. It's about having a go. It's about showing up. It's about being vulnerable sometimes. And I'm just going to share this quote one more time. Don't forget the fact that you do not need to be exceptionally beautiful or talented or successful to experience the things that make life profound. Love, knowledge, connection and community. Those are the things that have a lasting impact. Have a super week. Feeling inspired? If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at deborahogden.com where you can download your own personal brand action plan. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe and share the podcast with your network. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.